Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to the Orville Podcast. Don't listen oh, to Hollywood no. Handbook. Ooh, just a ooh. Just licking my fingers. Pretty sour. Yeah. Remember, do you guys? Did you guys have these and like eat these as kids and stuff? Do you yeah, remember I, that? I wasn't very good at it, but I like the whatever the <laughs> mild one, like watermelon, is. I I could do those, but like I couldn't do the. I was very bullyable as a child, but but luckily people were nice to me. People people <laughs> would bully you by making you eat sour candy. They could have bullied me for being too chicken to eat the like more sour ones, but they didn't because I got lucky and I was surrounded by nice people growing up. You had like some like uh, older kids that could take on more sour. They're like, leave him alone. He's one. He's he's with the crew. <laughs> yeah, I would always eat the sour stuff when I was a kid, but I didn't like it. I didn't actually like it. I just did it because everybody else did it. You know, peer pressure. I didn't have to do it because I was a girl. Oh, yeah. I think there's like a pipeline from uh, sour as a kid, spicy as a teenager, narcotics as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) It's a gateway. It is, I believe. Because you're not doing, there's, well, or maybe to like, you know, like power drinking, I guess I could call maybe something like that, you know? People are like, oh, I can have like, like, I can drink so much liquor. It's like, well... Power drinking sounds so much nicer than binge drinking. It was nice of you to call it that. <laughs> yeah, power drinking. Well, I guess like because like binge drinking, I, I I think of like over a long period of time where it's like power drinking is just like you know people are like I can do no, like five binge, shots. The point of a binge is that it's in like a pretty short amount of time. If it's spread out, it's not a binge anymore. Yeah, I guess I don't really. I guess that. <laughs> I guess I, I never really thought about that. Oh, you know what I was thinking? A bender. That's what I was, I was thinking oh, of. A bender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a different. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. This came up for me recently. I have a memory of my high school health class of them teaching us about binge drinking and it being like a ridiculously conservative definition. They were like. If you have two drinks in one night, you are binge drinking. Whoa. And the person I was expecting to, the, like, you know, have had a similar experience did not. So I'm curious. Yeah, I think we had something like that. But I specifically remember them saying, like, if you have more than two drinks in a night and you're a man, it's binge drinking. If you have more than one drink in a night and you're a woman, it's binge drinking. And I was like, well, what the oh. fuck? 
So the one that I heard was uh, like you're an alcoholic if you drink and any sort of like regularity. Like if you're like every Friday I have four beers and then they're like, oh, you're an alcoholic or whatever. And you'd be like, why? Like, because you have a routine of drinking alcohol. Whoa. It was some shit like that. It was like you've set up like a day where you drink alcohol, that you're alcoholic. And I was that was like always i always pushed back on that even as a young child i was like i don't agree I feel like because <laughs> I, I think maybe i would like watch my like family like drinking <laughs> like like you know yeah everybody everybody when they told us that everybody just thought it was a joke because like i'm from small town wisconsin people people drink a lot more than that there was like um a series in the newspaper in the local newspaper a couple years ago that i was looking at when i was home and it was about like the culture of drinking in Wisconsin. And they interviewed some guy at a tavern or something. And he's like, yeah, I like to stop by the tavern on my way home from work, have five or six beers and then drive home. There's nothing wrong with it. And it's how I relax. Like that's <laughs> normal there. Well, you guys also like that. Uh, you ever had that ground beef sandwich? That uh, you want? No, I've never had that it. Raw but beef sandwich. Oh, Everybody yeah. wants to talk about it. It's all the it's rage not- right now. I mean, I think it's gross, but it's not weird to me. Like, it's not like it's every not? year. They, I mean, it's weird to me and that I think it's gross, but it's like every year they put out the warning. Like, we know you love to eat raw meat. Please don't do it. It's bad for you. And then all these people just go like, you fuck you. You can't stop me from eating mm-hmm. raw beef. You'll mm-hmm. never take away my freedom as an American. Um, my That's ex-boyfriend. So cool. I, I actually looked at my ex-boyfriend on Twitter who I haven't, you know, spoken to in 10 years, but I was like, he's, I, he's gotta have a take on this. And, uh, of course he did. And his take was, uh, the, that meat photo is a poor representation of raw beef is not it. That looks like ground Chuck, not ground round. None of this may change your perspective, nor is it my intent to try to sway you. I love the raw beef. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh man, if we did episode titles, I love the raw beef would be it for sure. <laughs> Interesting. So he doesn't really hate, yeah, he was just like sharing like a his problem with uh reporting on it, really. Yeah, just the yeah. photo pretty much that they put with his article. I think every, I think everybody who I know who eats cannibal sandwiches, their response to it was like, I'm not gonna make you eat a cannibal sandwich, but I'm gonna keep eating them. And you can't stop me. I mean, we all drink, sh- eat shitty, something shitty. We all have something yeah. shitty that we eat. Like, well, okay, what's so different from eating processed deli meats? I mean, is there, is that, I mean, I don't know, is it cooked? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I mean, it is. <laughs> to me, as like, as a non-meat eater, it's, no, it's all kind of the same. It's all like. Yeah. Kevin, did you? Do you not know if deli meats are cooked? <laughs> well, I just started thinking about like the pastrami doesn't look so cooked. How do you know? How do you know? How would you know? Have you ever seen them cook it? Yeah, Tim. <laughs> We're asking you. Um, uh, I haven't seen no. They don't cook it. It comes in like a bag. Like a, like a bag. Hey, I don't need yeah, this stuff so. anymore. What can I say? I just know for I just know that the turkey is cooked. <laughs> the raw the turkey slices, that's cooked. Yeah, because that says so, like smoked oh. or whatever on it. So yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But like the 
Well, the ham, I also assume, is cooked. <laughs> but when yeah, you, you get into you the, the Italians, the Italian stuff that has like the fat, like when you pull them apart, like there's like a, the fats connected, you know, and like prosciutto. a gross way. Like prosciutto? Yeah, something like that. You know, it's... I mean, is yeah. curing. Italians don't know how to cook. So. Yeah, is curing cooking? No. Yeah, I don't know. Curing is not cooking. Because prosciutto is not. It's not cooked. It's just cured, right? So they, they just, just like put it bury in a room. the big leg in salt so, and then dig it back true. up. They bury it. I think they like bury it in salt, don't they? Are you make? Hmm. No Italians on this uh, this call. Oop. Oh well. Should we talk about this? Uh, should we start a, should we start a podcast? <laughs> hey, all you aliens of the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Greggy Hoxteller, and with me is First Mate and Security Officer Miranda. Miranda, welcome to the show. Thanks, that's me. And Thank you. we also have First Mate and um, Science Officer Tim Treese. Tim, welcome to the show. Alex Arbor Day. Okay. And we also have a biologist and first mate, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Welcome to the show. Yes, Dr. Much like Jill Bannon. What's up? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I, I haven't wanted to talk about it because your, your doctorate is in alien education. Both, right? <laughs> You're both kinds of doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We both have the, we both went to school together. Uh, <laughs> uh at phoenix <laughs> and uh yeah no uh she's great she's a great student uh cheated off her paper a lot um yeah she's great she's uh probably the reason i'm a doctor today uh just thank because god I would... for her then yeah, yeah. <laughs> so respect her right respect her respect me um yeah and that's all i gotta say about that and if you're on Twitter, please put your doctorates and stuff in your title. I want to see that. You know, you earned it, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny, actually. I uh, I used to go on my Twitter handle was Dr. Kevin O'Brien. And then at, we were at a family dinner and my sister <laughs> was like, my sister goes to my house. She's like, you know, Kevin, uh, she's always doing shit like this. Just like, She's like, you know, Kevin pretends he's a doctor online. And I was like, I, don't. I was like, I don't really. I, she, I was like, well, I do, but it's not like a serious, you know? Yeah, it's, it's not joke. even your fault. I, I did it. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're getting up to on that internet, son, but okay. I, Kevin, I've been meaning to ask you because Twitter sends me a notification for like every fourth tweet you do. Um, <laughs> What goes into the mind of someone who changes their Twitter display name like once a week? Well, um, geez. Well, like, you know, it seems like a lot of atomic warheads going into that mind of his. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and it sounds like Tim's the sour one here. He's a little jealous (laughs) of uh, of me changing my name so much. But uh, what goes into the mind of someone like that? Um, Well, I I do really care. I guess is the question I have to ask. Should I, mean, I, should I keep talking about this? Is 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 it the kind of thing where it's like it's it's going to be hard for some people to follow, and if it's hard for you to follow, then you're not a big enough fan of mine anyway. 
yeah, let's call it. Every no. once in a while, I'll get one that it's just like, oh, you're like Kyrie Irving's Thanksgiving turkey is your name now. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And then I'm like, oh, thankfully you didn't change your handle at least. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like the, people like to change their names for the holidays. So I changed my name to Kyrie Irving something. And then I, I think I was I was going to do a Christmas one. Because, uh, yeah, we did. It was like you do like the Halloween one uh where i was th- uh, this could be kevin or this could be hell which is uh, oh i did like that that was good thank you like it's so like it could be kevin is it him yeah. or not who yeah it's who exactly is this? it's a very scary you know like idea um and then the other one yes Kyrie ring said fuck thanksgiving that was my thanksgiving one and then uh i didn't have one for christmas so i just became boss level kevin i'm like all about just boss boss life and shit like that Stacking figures, private jets, shit like that. The Ganonderma. Ganonderma. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, one world, one market type shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid to open up the floodgates. That's why I keep mine the same all the time. Until mm-hmm. May 1st, 2021. I'm finally going to change my name. I'm going to change my picture, everything. Everybody watch out for that. May 1st. And you can hold me to it because I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. We're I'm excited. You're gonna waiting. change it. Are you gonna change it to your real name? Ooh, I can't say. I haven't really. I haven't 100 percent nailed it down, but it's definitely gonna be big. It's definitely gonna be worth uh, tuning in for and remembering about it, and uh, you know, making sure I really do it. Uh, so just keep that in your mind. Maybe put it. Write a little note down somewhere where you won't lose it. And uh, May 21st. May twenty first. Tim, Tim said no, a May reminder. May first, actually, I think. May first. Yeah, May first. Okay, Uno de Mayo. That's how you remember it. Uno de Mayo. <laughs> wow. Uh, I can't change my name on Twitter because the people who follow me on Twitter like barely know who I am anyway. <laughs> and if I change my name, they're gonna be real confused, and probably I'll have even fewer followers than I do right now. Yeah. I just I changed mine up so like a lot of people you know they'll see whatever the Kyrie Irving one and they'll just like think to ignore the post and then you change your name up and then they're like who's this new guy do I who's this guy I follow so they'll read it you know and they'll give him a whole new like a like a fresh new me you know and maybe I can keep him as a follower for over a week. <laughs> so your your strategy for keeping followers is confusing them and like they have to rediscover you and essentially make the choice to continue to follow you every week yeah i guess i, I like didn't that. think i guess i didn't think about that it's um, like a successful <laughs> marriage like you make them choose you every day exactly yeah marriage for it. i don't know that's what they say i don't know <laughs> every day you're like choose right now <laughs> yeah that's a that well when you get married they give you like an, a special alarm clock that wakes you up and it gives you like a math problem and it's like if you choose your spouse for today you have to answer like what's 42 divided by 103 or whatever what what is a lot of this alarm clock app <laughs> this there's is not that weird there's an alarm there's, clock 
Oh, I know and what I, you're talking about. Yeah, and actually. then I, like the alarm clock apps that like they make you do math. That's fucked up. Oh, I thought it was like I thought it was like awake. if you want to prove that you really want to stay married to this person, you have to like take on a challenge. Oh, is that, you is that what like, you're saying? If if you want to stay married, you have to do one math problem. And <laughs> that's if that's what I thought you were saying. Yeah, too much of a You're like you're they out. give you this alarm clock where. Uh, it, it if you saw the map, I was like, I was thinking there was some magical element to this, you know, um, like some. If I don't you know. don't, if you don't answer the math problem right, you're automatically divorced. It sends you back <laughs> in time to before you ever met your wife, and you, <laughs> you gotta do it all over again. That's what I thought, but I do know the alarm clock things you're talking about because I got a new phone recently, and I set my alarm, and I woke up in the morning, and it, and it and it had like four numbers on it. It was like five three two nine and it was like uh click these numbers in ascending order to turn off the alarm and i was just like i was like what the fuck is ascending you know i was like oh down i was like what are you asking me right now i was like i just wanted to go off you know but it, it makes you uh like try to like wake your brain i guess is the idea there wake that brain up i think it's so that you like don't Accidentally press it without being. Co- I don't think. Ba- I mean, look, I'm talking to the doctor here. You, you tell me. <laughs> well, I think they should have one that just gives you uh, electric shock, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like uh, you must eat a warhead. You know, that's okay. what I'm talking. About. You know, wake your ass up with a warhead. That'd do it. That'd do it. That'd do it. You can you can set it. Sorry, I'm going through my alarm clock app now. I don't use this feature, by the way. But you can set it so that you have five seconds to answer a question like <laughs> 9 times 31 minus 264. Never happening. <laughs> I don't know what happens if you fail in the five Why? seconds. Why? I don't know. It, it forces you to go back to sleep. It's like, try it again. It sends you back in time. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I think we got some, it, you know, I was I was on the uh, Dunktown podcast, uh, so we may have like one listener from that show, <laughs> and they're and they're just saying, oh, they're oh, saying, what is congratulations, well, I'm not, thank you. I mean, I did it for all of us. I don't want to be on that show, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I figure I can get the prodigal. Why not talk about talk about why not? Because <laughs> I like to let women shine and kind of like you know th- thrive on their own. You want to watch women shine? Oh, what a creep. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a barracuda. <laughs> so I just wanted to welcome those uh, that new listener. What's up? This is what we do. <laughs> Are there any inside jokes from your episode of Dunktown that we should? Uh, I think we're just about to get started uh, talking about our, our episode this week of uh, what we're going to discuss. Oh yeah, yeah. You can talk about Dunktown. So what happened? You you were on there with Andy and stuff. Yeah, and uh, Mark and uh, inside jokes. I don't know. That was the question. Was there any inside jokes from Dunktown? Wait, 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 oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. You made it sound like you made it sound like you were the guest on Dunktown. Come to find out, <laughs> no, Andy and Mark were on there too. Sounds like they just had I a call-in think... episode and you called in. 
no i don't i don't think that uh i don't think that you guys would understand i don't think any of you have been on that podcast (laughs) ever been asked yeah 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 nope same uh same i I, I have not been on that podcast i was once i was once in la and anastasia was complaining about not having a guest for dunktown (laughs) i'd go on it and she she just laughed and moved up that's dope. You don't have the qualifications, Ran. You don't have the qualifications of being a woman who doesn't know anything about basketball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was uh, when I was over there, we, we did. Rec- it was funny. I recorded a, a podcast episode, had it scheduled. I happened to be in L.A. that day. Right. So I recorded like over the phone. I was in my uh, uh, in the hotel I was staying at. And then. Uh, and then I think it was like two weeks later, I came back or whatever. Um, and then uh, I said, I was like, oh, we can record one. I was like, we can record a real one. And then this, they were, it was the same thing. They're like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And then, like, next thing you know, it's like Nick Weiger and fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, whoever else. So they're famous person on there. I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. You're like trying to get people to listen to your podcast. <laughs> I know my mom would listen if they let yeah. me go on. Exactly. Yeah. There's at least a few uh, cannibal sandwich eaters out there that would, <laughs> that would tune in. I think the problem is, if, if, looking back on all our old episodes, uh, when I think about it, you know, Kevin has always been the nicest to Gabe when he's on the podcast. And uh, the rest of us, we're always mean to Gabe. And I think that's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm always saying, I don't know. Actually, I mean, look, we if you listen back, maybe I'm mean to Gabe. I don't know. I can't even. I don't remember being nice to him, but that's just my what I generally do. So I guess I was nice to him. I'm certain I've been nice to him in real life. That should count for something. Mm-hmm. It should. Who Who's the smallest person we could be big timed by? Like shortest person? I'm guessing Vern Troyer. <laughs> uh, not cool, Kevin. Not cool. <laughs> too too yeah. soon. Yeah, he's passed on. That wasn't right. But yeah. the man. Well, it's not like you get bigger in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Vern Vern would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you didn't have to see 2020 anyway i would say no person out there is too unfamous to big time (laughs) (laughs) we could get big timed by literally anybody who have we been big timed by like i think we've been big timed by like mark Mark's been like, nah, I'm a little busy. <laughs> and at the reschedule. Uh I can't remember I brought... ever asking anybody to come on that that said no, but also I, I never ask anybody. I can think of some people who have uh, just not responded. Yeah. I can think you of know, one. I asked <laughs> I, I have I, I actually have some, and this is a let's see, I asked um after we had Jack Allison on, I was like, hey, do you know any, anybody else who would like to do this? And he was like, oh, maybe Evan Susser. 
uh, from like the Doughboys commissioner. So I asked him, and he was like, "Uh, probably not." <laughs> he was like, "Uh, you, like, but he responded to kind of like, oh, what do we do? We just make fun of uh, Seth MacFarlane in this TV show." And I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Yeah, probably not. Probably not good." He was like, "He was like, you oh, probably yeah. won't get anybody that's trying to get a job." And I was right. like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> The only person we, we could have got was, or that we did get, was Hayes because he, he has been he been there, done that with Seth MacFarlane. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we need to, to target former Seth yeah. MacFarlane's former employees. That's smart, like Halston uh, Sage. There's and there's also a guy who I think is like pretty popular with the writers, David A. Goodman. He's like a, apparently like a nice guy. And he's like, I think one of the head of the unions, writers' unions, or something like that. He's the main writer on the Orville, so I think like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, that's not. Yeah, I mean, tell other, them, other than their podcast being fucking them. like nothing, <laughs> right? Tell them that we can just watch a Lifetime movie where the main character's name is Scott Grimes, and we <laughs> like yes. don't have to talk about Seth hardly at all. Absolutely. Maybe, yeah. maybe it turns out that like the guy who actually runs everything in Hollywood is like Alex Arbor's dad or something. <laughs> oh, people are like, oh no, we've been blacklisted. At first, I remember when we first started covering him, we we started to get these phone calls like buzz, and then like once they realized that we were making fun of Alex, they uh they quickly stopped. The phone stopped ringing. Uh, that's not true. I made true. that up. That is true. No, it is true, actually. Well, it is true that we used to get phone calls. How come our fans never call anymore? I think the Google Voice number lapsed. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well. <laughs> I took it as my personal number. But as soon as it lapsed, I had a reminder <laughs> on my calendar to, to claim it. Flat job AI. Call Tim. <laughs> Text him. Um, okay, what is this movie called, by the way? I should know this. She, those, those she left. Behind. It's a bad title. Those she left behind. Yes. Oh, I get it. Sure, that's what I said, Kevin. But oh, I, there must be the delay. Sorry. Like genuinely, I think it was the delay. Uh. I'm not being like smart ass here. I think it was the delay. So um, this week we watched the TV movie <laughs> "Those She Left Behind," starring Gary Cole as Scott Grimes. Scott Grimes. <laughs> yes, Scott Grimes. Exactly. Finally learning yeah. a little Bio bit about pick his of past. Scott Grimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you're one, if you're listening and you're wondering, like, what is this show? What are they about? To, what are they about to talk about? Maybe you've seen in the title "Those She Left Behind" discussion. Uh, but I actually have a suggestion uh, because this movie is so bad and it's just not fun and exciting. Let's just not not a fun movie. Let's just not do it. Let's instead <laughs> watch the Scott Grimes Christmas movie that Greggy found. Let's do the let's do a commentary for 30 minutes on the on the Scott Grimes Christmas movie. Oh, wow. That's my okay. that's my dangerous idea. That's your dangerous idea. That's <laughs> your if, it, if it means not having to watch the rest of those she left behind, <laughs> it's fucking fine with me. That is part of the idea. 
And the reason I, why we would watch this movie is because the guy's name in the movie is Scott Grimes. Scott Grimes is Gordon Malloy on the Orville. And uh, mostly this is just a, a Scott Grimes fan podcast now. Yeah. And, and on and, Wikipedia, if you go to Gary Cole's Wikipedia page and go down to his filmography, it says in this film he played Scott Grimes and it's a blue link and you click it and it goes to Scott Grimes. So this is... Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I didn't realize that. I didn't. So it is... If following, uh, you know, the truth of Wikipedia, the ultimate truth of Wikipedia, this is a movie about Scott Grimes. So, yeah, we were very excited to watch it. And we said, wow. And, oh, we got to find a link of this movie, you know. Um, I found a link. The first one, I think it was like a French title or something. It said the word horror in it. Right. (laughs) And then (laughs) and then I found a better YouTube link. Oh, it is. uh, It is horrible. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, And well, basically, the movie is a lifetime movie about uh, a guy who's in love with a woman. She's pregnant. She uh, dies in childbirth. And then I think the rest of the movie is him having to carry on. Yeah. It's him like learning to be a father, (laughs) I hope, because uh, he's kind of shitty at the beginning here. Um, his mother-in-law comes to help him uh, raise his new daughter. Uh, We're sort of setting up a romance Wikipedia. there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there was definitely there was definitely you know some sparks flying there. Uh, according to Wikipedia, this movie was inspired by the sitcom Full House. Holy shit! <laughs> How? <clears throat> Just like a mom dying. I guess so. And then some family member coming to help, maybe? Yeah. The mom from Growing Pains is in it. She, uh, she seemed... See, like the first 20... When the mom first showed up, that's when I was like, oh yeah, is this a horror movie? Because the mom's like, uh, weird, you know? She's weird. She's very creepy. I don't like her. You know? And, uh... And I'm... By the end? By the end you didn't start to like her a little bit more? The end of the first thirty minutes. Yeah, not that, not the end of the movie. I don't want to watch that. Can't say <laughs> that I. Can't say that I paid attention after his wife died. Oh, geez. Oh, that's. It was very boring until that point, and then it was only kind of boring. <laughs> yeah, I just have nothing. I have nothing good to say. <laughs> the music in the movie is so bad i feel like without that it would just be like kind of a boring movie but the music makes it into something i never want to watch yeah they give us like a a, like a really like a music theory breakdown of why it's bad you're you're a music expert yeah uh sucks shit and i hate it (laughs) so let me write that down let me Mostly the reason I still like doing this podcast. I just learned so much from my my, <laughs> my crewmates and my captain. And we all have different expertises, and I learned about the human body and the alien body from Kevin, and <laughs> security and music from Miranda, and leadership and sex appeal from Greggy. <laughs> okay.
it, it's kind of weird that the, they made this movie about Scott when he was like 17 years old. Like he did a lot of living, I guess. <laughs> Although, yeah, we don't know how same, it ends. Same year, I don't even mind came out. Yeah. It starts just like Pearly Gates starts. I'll say that much. He's like this. He's like in his like realty office. It's kind of what he does in Pearly Gates. And uh, <laughs> some people are in the office. And, that, and he drives his nice car up to the office, right? That's yep. Pearly Gates. That's Pearly Gates. So if you listen I'm, to I'm... all three or Pearly Gates <laughs> episodes. <laughs> I'm assuming it ends with he gets an experimental medical procedure to turn him back into a five-year-old. And then this takes place. You know when Scott yeah. Grimes right before he turned five. Yeah, this is I'm I'm hoping this is like a like a Scrooge type situation where he uh he was five years old and then like he met some guy and he's like um and he and then he woke up as this uh guy married to this woman and uh he she's pregnant and she passes away and he's gotta raise this baby and then once he's done all that you know, he goes, lays his head down, and he wakes up, and he's back in his race car bed, and he's uh, he's like, "Oh, thank God, thank God." <laughs> what do you guys think? Think that happened? Think that happened? Most I mean, likely to me. The logic in this movie is makes sense as like what a twelve-year-old would dream about as being an adult. A 12-year-old would dream of getting married and having a child and then your wife dies in labor? Not, not that not that part. Not like that they I'm want like their wife to die in labor. <laughs> I mean, more like the the maturity of the relationships is what like a 12-year-old probably thinks adult relationships are like. His relationship with his wife, we don't really see anything. They're just like... Yeah, he bought her a whole bunch of land. <laughs> and got her bought her... He spent all of their money without consulting her. <laughs> yeah. And land. And then when so she complained, romantic. he was like, stop being so practical. And then she decided it was fine and that they weren't actually going to go bankrupt. Yeah, it's a beautiful film. Um... <laughs> okay, yeah. So why don't we watch this other movie? <laughs> so it just didn't have the juice, you know? No. After after like you know a couple of scenes in the complete dark of this miserable guy after his wife died, I was like, I don't know if this is uh, I don't know if I want to talk about this. Yeah, that was basically how I felt. This is the, fir- <laughs> the first thing I've watched for this podcast that I didn't like. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what else did you not like, Greggy? <laughs> Uh, well, of course, everything that we've watched so far. The the thing that I thought about this was, okay, we strayed from the formula. As long as we're watching something that has someone from the Orville in it, of course, it's going to be great. You know, Pearly Gates, uh, Prodigal Son, uh, etc. Orville, of course. Uh, th- those are all going to be great. But then as soon as we step outside, I mean, I like Gary Cole. I think he's a good actor. Um, but he just he's no scott grimes come on exactly and it pissed me off anytime anybody called him scott or you know mr Mm -hmm. grimes or whatever grimes realty when i saw that on the on the side of the thing it says grimes fake tea is what it is (laughs) thank you yep 
So if we're not going to finish this movie, which, by the way, I'm very much on board for, um, there was some legitimate suspense in that this is supposed to be a 90-minute movie, and the YouTube video of it is <laughs> two and a half hours long. Yeah. Like, are there? Did they just stop in the first thirty minutes? There were no commercials, even though this clearly ripped right. from TV. Did they forget to edit out the commercials in the last half, or did they uh, just record whatever was on after for an hour? That's what I thought too. Because, uh, yeah, it it would have been cool actually if there was like period commercials in there. Uh, but I skipped around a lot in the file and it seems like it was still Gary Cole and, you know, dead wife, etc. I, I, I didn't see a, like a, a change in, in the, the video. I was thinking it may be one of those things where it just like repeats, you know, maybe so. until, until the, like, like maybe to upload it to YouTube, you can't do it exactly 90, the same time as the movie or something, same file. I don't know. Just cause people will be like, oh, this is the uh the legal copy of it even though i think who like i was saying who gives a shit about this movie nobody's buying this movie so it like aired on tv and that was supposed to be the last time anybody ever saw it hey little king uh that 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 would be supposed to be the last time anybody ever saw this movie was the one time it aired so i don't know if you even can buy it i feel like gary cole has an interest in taking it down so that no one sees it (laughs) Not, not so that he can get people to pay for it yeah, I was saying uh I thought he was on cocaine. Uh just because uh not like he was like acting like super excited, but he was making like noises, which like didn't seem I don't know if that's like a, a relationship thing when you get to know someone else. She'd be like, Hey, why don't you come to come over? And he'd be like, Ugh. he was doing like Tim Allen noises a few times, which to me are uh cocaine noises, you know? Like when someone's like, Hey, can you like what's this? And you go, Ugh. Yeah, and it was in the 80s. It was 89, so he you, wasn't getting it, the good co- stuff anymore. Cocaine was legal in the <laughs> 80s, you have to remember. Yeah, you can go to your doctor. It was like Fun Dip. You can get it at Walgreens, okay? <laughs> Little kids are drink, eating off sticks. <laughs> I think we should watch this movie instead. I think we should watch thir- 30 minutes of it while we do a, a commentary track right now. Okay. Maybe 15 minutes. <laughs> well, let's see how it goes. We'll see. How long it, is the movie? If, how if long his is mom movie? dies at the beginning or something sad? It, it is an hour and a half long. <laughs> we can do uh, a half hour. If we go a half hour, it's only going to be an hour long podcast. Tim, our fans, our fans expect more than that. Yeah, okay, exactly. Right. Well, I was saying we could do a half hour of watching, and then we could do another episode later where we do the other, the rest of it. Up yeah, to you guys. I, I understood what you meant. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, the way you said it to Tim, I was like, I don't know if if you did. Tim wants Tim wants to do less than half an hour. Oh yeah, Tim wants to do fifteen minutes. Yeah. Was... Did we? Did we ever get? We've. I don't remember when, but we did a live commentary episode at some point. Yeah, I think it did was we, for the Orville. Did we ever get any feedback? I mean, I know the answer is no, but <laughs> it seems like that would be unbearable as a listener to well, the, listen here, to us here's the real thing. time. You, uh, Greggy will just have to, uh, put, like, the audio track of the, the movie in the background. Yeah, yeah. That's also what... fine with, with, with just, like, talking about Kevin eating this warhead for the rest of the episode. 
I can do it right now. We can do a little interstitial uh, here, you know? So I got this warhead here, folks. This is a, let's see, what kind is this? It's yellow. It's yellow. I don't know if it's a lemon flavor. And normally, lemon, your regular lemon is just sour. Maybe banana. No, Maybe a, like, like a sour banana. banana. <laughs> no. It is lemon. Uh, and uh, it's orange color, but it's lemon flavor. Anyway, we're popping this Wait, how about for every 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 ten seconds you're able to keep it in your mouth, we do another tweet at Scott Grimes. Sure. Okay. What if it, I'm I'm gonna keep it in my mouth for until I'm finished? So that's what you say, but it's pretty it. sour. I don't know, Kevin. Wait. Let okay. me let me get a All stopwatch right. going. Okay. Every ten right. seconds. That's so many tweets. Maybe for like every 30 minutes. So who's got the here, hold on. I'm actually gonna go onto our Twitter right now. And I think it would be even crazier. Ask him every 10 seconds I send him a tweet. <laughs> okay, so I've got a different thing we can do. Okay. okay. Oh wait, are, is somebody else doing a screen share right now? Tim's got the stopwatch up. Oh, okay. I can undo it. It's just at, to um, at Scott Grimes, have you ever had an atomic warhead? Okay, I've got a I've got a Scott Grimes Christmas song we could listen to together. Oh, sweet! Who's this better. guy? Uh, well, this Sounds is like I think uh, I think he's the producer for Scott Grimes or something, or maybe he wrote the song. It says Jay Gore featurings. Scott and Madison Grimes. Okay, so that's a spoiler. You guys already know that it, Madison is in it. But Scott and Madison. <laughs> yes. I don't know why so, it says featuring him because he, he maybe he's just playing the guitar. He does not sing in the song. Only this Scott is like can. a DJ Khaled situation. <laughs> 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 Where he's just, you know, talking at the beginning of the track. Yeah. Uh, all right, are you guys um, ready to hear so, this song? So, for, well, yeah, for the listeners, I still am holding the warhead at my fingertips, <laughs> just waiting for the cue for my team. But we're going to listen to this song instead. <laughs> well, we could do the warhead thing. What's we can, we can do it at the same time? Okay, okay, let's, let's, okay. Right, let me know. Well, I, I have the timer ready to go. When you put the warhead, I'll start, and then we'll talk about something else. Okay, uh, well, I'm gonna say Tim, you start the song. Tim will start the clock. I'll pop the exactly. warhead. We'll start tweeting Scott Grimes. <laughs> see how it goes. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm gonna start the song. Here we go. Okay, I'm eating the warhead. <laughs> Timer's Bring on. me a sign. Mm. Like put it in his mouth. Oh, it is sour. <laughs> oh, it's very. These are sour, dude. Holy shit! Oh, I forgot how sour you were. God, God, I'm eating a warhead. What's up? Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Were you guys able to hear the song? Oh, kinda. It's a perfect soundtrack. It synced up perfectly with Kevin's commentary on the warhead. 
<laughs> You're very sorry, Scott, but I'm doing it for you because I want to get at least 10 tweets at you, brother. <laughs> oh. Up to five. Oh, boy. <laughs> block us. If you tweet at him this many times, he's going to block us. He did oh. it. I see the tweet. Scott do the sour part with smooth sailing from here. <laughs> I just tweeted Scott Grimes. I got through the sour part, so it's smooth sailing from here. I'm good now. I got past the sour part, but man, that thing was sour. And uh, yeah. Okay, so so far in the song, Scott is uh, he's looking for a sign from Santa. He hopes that uh, it's pleasant and that Santa brings it on time. He hopes it's pleasant. Yes, he hopes the sign is, pre- is pleasant. A weird thing yeah. to say. This is, uh, this is by Jay Gore. Do you think this is Al Gore related? <laughs> Probably so, yeah. I was thinking Jay Moore. Mm. Hey, you still have that warhead in your mouth, right, Kevin? Yep. Okay. Like I said, I got well. past the sour part, so it's basically just a sweet candy now. So I feel even kind of kind of cheap. Letting the clock run now. Okay. Well, I'm going to play a little more of this like, song. Cr- crunch it up so you don't have yeah. to keep tweeting. I hope it's not too sour while I play the rest of the song because I-, I kind of <laughs> feel like maybe. Sorry, Greggy. Were you mad? Were you mad that we were all paying more attention to Kevin <laughs> eating the warhead than the Scott Grimes Christmas well, song? Well, it's just the Christmas spirit. I take Christmas very seriously and. You know, it seems like we're kind of making it a joke about tweeting at Scott Grimes when I yeah. feel like the real meaning of the season is to get a sign from Santa Claus. And uh, hopefully it's on well, I'm time. Sorry. It's I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Well, it, it's okay. It's okay. Let me just uh, hit play in here again. Dear mother, won't you hold on to me? Don't let me go till I've learned what I've seen I know the rest of my life is complete When you and I walk hand in hand down the street Okay, it switches from Santa to mother. Uh, Don't let me go till I've learned what I've seen. Yeah. I think uh, sounds like lyrics. (laughs) exactly exactly yeah a lot of words that rhyme and uh you know i'll be goddamned if it doesn't sound beautiful coming out of scott's mouth but (laughs) i I don't know i don't know what it means brandon what what was it would be your kind (laughs) of take on what that means it means that he doesn't want his mother to let him go until i've learned what i've seen is that helpful and what is I've learned what I've seen. He's a little baby. He's a little baby. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand what he's seen. So his mother has to teach it to him. Okay. His mom is just going to like send this baby out into the world. Just going to be like, there you go, Scott. You're on your own now. But he's saying, no, I'm a baby. Please let me at least be able to understand what I've seen. Yes. Before you let me go. Yeah. Maybe it takes place after uh, he, he is married and has a baby and, the the wife dies and stuff and then he goes back mm. into his baby form again and then he's got to learn you know about what he saw in that dream or you know other life or whatever do you think madison's gonna come in and play sorry, the I'm, character uh, of his mother sorry typing oh did you finish it no i was typing up the uh the <laughs> genius i'm on genius.com typing up the, <laughs> okay. what i think the lyrics mean 
I'm a, I'm not a verified uh, entry uh, person yet, but I say you know if they keep accepting my uh, you know my interpretation after this, you will be. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Especially if we get Scott to confirm all the entries are correct. So maybe I'll tweet that at him later. Yeah, I'm done with the warhead. I was I finished a while ago. My bad. No, no, it's good. Okay, here, here. Let's uh, continue on here. Cause it's Christmas time and no one is here. Gone to the shores of the places I fear. And we wait by the phone for our ships to come in. Another lonely Christmas Okay, so he lives in like a little harbor town, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's like abandoned. It seems mm. like there's nobody else there and everybody's gone to the shores that he fears, which I mean, that's kind of good. Like he's, he's a little baby. He's a little He's a little baby. Say it. Yeah. He's a little baby and his mom just left him there on Christmas. That sucks. That's a sad Christmas song. Oh, so it's kind of a home alone, too. From Moses. Yeah, but he uh, he one upped Home Alone by by making it about somebody even younger. <laughs> Yo, you know what I just realized? What's that? The story of Moses is a lot like the story of Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, it's basically you know? the same. I'm not like, that familiar with either of them, so would, <laughs> would you enlighten me? Well, <clears throat> this is like the I story definitely of Moses know Home Alone. Long. I don't think I know Moses. Okay, well they both. Played a lot of pranks on uh, the bad guys, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where that's where I got my connection there. You know, uh, the fucking Kevin McAllister would make the doorknob hot, and uh, <laughs> Moses would have the firstborns taken or something like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking you you meant like when they when he got put down the river and his little. Uh... Well, yeah, that's like how the beginning, but I thought okay. I thought that was obvious. I thought that was the obvious connection. Oh, okay, okay. Then, but it... I don't know. I don't know shit about Moses. <laughs> yeah, they put him in a basket, push him down the river. The Egyptians found him. Why? Well, to make him home alone, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> pa- parents were big fans of Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> so this could be our boy. He could be a real Kevin McAllister for all of Egypt. <laughs> Yeah. Moses' dad. Listen to a me, lot of son. Old Testament stuff coming up in the podcast. <laughs> We're kind of running out of uh, ideas. <laughs> Going to the Old no. Testament. It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest story anyway. ever. All stories are derived from it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> All okay, stories are just versions of Home Alone. Okay, yeah, let's listen to this song. Dear Santa, won't you bring them back home to see what they've missed, how their children have grown? We'll darn yellow ribbons and hang them on tight and quietly pray as we sleep through the night. Okay. So now it's like about like veterans or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, now it's about like Santa visiting Iraq. It's all about Home Alone. (laughs) (sighs) 
It is Santa, very- take your reindeers over to the Middle East. Uh, I didn't get the melody right there. Santa, uh, go to the Middle East. No, you got it, I think. I would love to play a game where we listen to Keep trying. online and then guess. Um, oh, yeah. What the next one? Next. I feel like these rhymes are so predictable. <laughs> I think we let's, might be able to get one of these lines pretty good. Let's okay. do that. Yeah, so we these, will do that. These lyrics, yeah, it's about Santa saying, look, you haven't seen... You've been coming to the house trying to bring the gifts to the kids, but they've been away in Iraq. Uh, so now that they're back, come give them a nice little Christmas gift. Okay, so we're going to try and guess what the next line is. Uh, here we go. Because it's Christmas time, but it's not the same. Okay, it's Christmas time, but it's not the same. Any guesses? Did I? Did this one oh, just happen to be I, a hard one? No, Santa's no. name. I got it. Okay, what is yours, okay. Miranda? I said they don't even know Santa's name. I disagree. <laughs> I think that. I think on a real delay here. <laughs> I think they know his name. You are in a little delay. I don't know. Maybe I am too. Um. Uh. Let's see. I think that he says. And not gonna play any reindeer games. Okay, could be that. Do you have any guesses, Tim? Uh, yeah, I thought this is gonna be way easier. Oh, yeah. I think this one actually is just diff- more difficult than the, uh, I, the other one. I think, I think it's gonna, be, I think he's gonna rhyme it with claim and it's gonna be like, um, what was the line we're doing? What was the line? Because Christmas time, and it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, uh, yeah, wait, Saddam I got Hussein one. has WMDs, this I claim. <laughs> Saddam Hussein. <laughs> How about yours, Miranda? I was going to say, George W. Bush is the one who's to blame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Moment of truth. I, I, you have one more? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. There was no footage of the terrorists that boarded that plane. <laughs> Those, uh, there was no footage of them, of them boarding the plane. <laughs> okay, I can't guess because I've heard the song before, unfortunately. But uh, let me press play. Here we go. Problems at home, play alone, a man's game. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Problems at home, something an older man's game. I don't know. Playing an older man's game? It's basically reindeer games. I got it. Oh, yeah. I got it. Who's older than Santa Claus, the master of reindeer games? Exactly. Matt Damon. No, wait. Ben <laughs> Affleck. Sorry. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Okay. We got to get to Madison, though. Um, we, I'm down forward. for just doing this, guessing the lyrics. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the okay. Here's the next line then. We sit and we wait for our friends to come home. I think this one might be easy. Mm. We sit and we wait for our friends to come home. Play video game and we pwn. <laughs> Alone. Could be it. 
uh, it does kind of return return to some of the themes from earlier in the song. Thank God for Israel's Iron Dome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, wait. Here's mine. Here's mine. These selfish okay. fucking veterans left us all alone. Okay. Okay. I I think I think Miranda wins actually. I think this is the closest. Uh, let me go ahead and press Chris the Kyle takes one to the dome. <laughs> <laughs> let's find let's find out who is right. Here we go. Another white Christmas alone. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's Miranda, I think. Yep. Should have guessed another anti-veteran line from <laughs> Grimes. <laughs> I thought they were gonna rhyme exact. I didn't. Well, don't tell me that coming home. Don't tell me they're coming home. I think this is about. Uh, I don't know what the next line is, but I think this is about uh, right, like all the false promises of uh, bringing the troops home. Right? Is that what this song's about? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, Obama, he claimed that he was going to end the war and he was going to bring all our, our boys in blue back. <laughs> Wait, no, the troops aren't boys in blue. But anyway, he's going to bring all our troops back uh, from, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan. And he, frankly, he broke that promise to us, you know, and I think that's what this song is about. And we're all we're all alone without the troops on Christmas. I think this next line is finally the Iron Dome line that we've been waiting for. <laughs> I think, Kevin, you were close. You were just early by one line. Okay, we got to check. Let's see. Because Christmas time is almost gone. Gone. Because okay. Christmas time gone is almost gone. Gone rhyming with home. Let's, let's um, see what Madison's got to say. It's bullshit. Scott clearly fucking You're gave right. up halfway through this verse. <laughs> it he's is like, Madison is next. It's like, what is this song about? The fucking troops? Who cares? I'll write it in five seconds and uh, we get done. Cash in this check for these army moms. <laughs> I won't be pausing for Madison's part. We're going to listen to the whole part all the way through. Dear Santa. Ships too. 
and chips, yes. Well, he, he wants the Navy back. He's like, the Navy, <laughs> they're not as effective out there, okay? We need ground troops. Yeah. We need Marines. We need the Air Force. Yeah. There's no Boot problems the in the Red Sea. Thank you very much, okay? This is a land battle. That's why you're talking about the boys in blue. You want the boys in blue home. They're the Navy. Right? <laughs> Do you guys want to hear the tweet that Scott did about this? Oh, sorry. Oh, yes, yes, yes please. Yes. More than anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guys want to hear the tweet that Scott did about this? Am yes. I? Yes. 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 On 11 11 11 at 11 33 a.m., he uh. tweeted. <laughs> A song my daughter and I and Jay did called Dear Santa, here is the free link. Hashtag bring them back home. So this is 2011. This is definitely during Obama years. Um, so, but yeah, glad I, I'm happy that he got that yeah. word out there. But why I'm does he just he say, why does he just say, why does he just say Jay? Who the fuck is Jay? He says it like we know who Jay is. Well, it's Jay Gore, of course. Uh, Al Gore's friend or brother or whatever. It's friend that so I like your name, Al. Uh, do you mind? <laughs> He's such good friends with Al Gore that he married into the family and took the name. Remember when all that Jay Gore dirt came out just before the 2000 election and that really fucked up Al's chances? And I was like, he, I'm not even really related to this guy. Uh, well, now we have this song all because of Jay. So maybe this is Jay kind of saying like he's sorry um, for what he did for causing the war in Iraq. I can only assume. <laughs> that is... That is really true, because if Jay hadn't, if all that stuff hadn't come out about Jay, then probably Al Gore would have been elected and there would have been no war, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Towers we would have just fixed climate change. I think Jay must have written this song, because he wrote a bunch of songs on uh, Living on the Run, uh, Scott's second album, released in early 2005. That's good is this shit. the one with Sunset Boulevard? It was the, oh, it. the album with Sunset Boulevard, but Jay is not credited as having co-written that song. That's such a tough uh, album cover because he went like full just 2000 uh, clothing style. You know, he didn't yeah. he didn't he didn't do like, you know, a suit is kind of yeah. forever. Like one of those things like suits always going to be in style. You know, he went with uh, whatever the fuck he's wearing. Not Jay. But Jay. what if this what if you did what if you did a suit? With a pair of Chuck Taylors. You ever think about that? Okay, okay. Now that's like saying, like, I'm I'm still keeping... Look, I'm here and I'm professional, but I'm still keeping a little piece of me, you know? Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm timeless, but I know how to have fun. <laughs> I might do that for my wedding. Uh, <laughs> how, much, uh, how much time we okay, got Mary, left, do you think? Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we're pretty much done. We do have to do ratings. Hey, We've done a lot of Twitter zero, talk. So. Zero to 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, look, here, before we, can we watch the first 
minute and uh i think it's like i think it's like two minutes and 30 seconds of this of the scott grimes movie that we're going to talk about next episode (laughs) oh we're going to do it next episode okay 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 yes let me get (laughs) the christmas episode it's our christmas episode. no i can't it's fucking killing the streaming is killing my computer Uh, we can just do another episode before christmas Yeah, we'll have okay. to do another episode next week. But, they, but you really, you just have to do it. Just please. Please. Is that good? I'll buy you a new computer. <laughs> have you seen this, Kevin? I okay, just watched yes. it. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Okay. Uh, uh, here, I'll, I'll turn the resolution down. Maybe that'll help. And here we go. So two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's really good because the first, I just imagine if you saw this, okay, so this has got the old school FBI warning. That's cool, right? Yeah. Makes you feel dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we are technically pirating this. Yeah, so for the listeners right now, it's a FBI warning classic. And that's a blue screen with the yellow text that says, these films are sold for home use only. Any duplication, reproduction, public performance. Two dots. Two dots swirling each other. Miranda sees two dots swirling. Miranda, are you? Are you? I see two, but they're squares. Are you guys serious? I wish. Yeah, sorry. They are square dots. It's up for me now. I can. Uh, It's okay. Now here it is. Something's happening. Oh, yes. So now you're looking at the black screen on YouTube, right? And it's approximately zero pixels. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Some of my friends think I'm And it's crazy. just a black screen. I know I'm not, but I can understand okay. why you think I, I am. I love this. I mean, <laughs> crazy. Just stop, go back, go back. <laughs> but I'm older now. Ten. He's got like a coolest oh, accent, right? This is like, Last it's Christmas. so good. Well, is he uh, from New York? start off by telling you about Popper and me. Papa was my grandfather. I loved him as much as I loved my mother and father. A whole lot more than I love my sister. He was my best friend. Oh, I mean, Scotty Mills and I are good friends because of school in Little League, but Papa and I were even better friends. He was the greatest person who ever lived. Really. He was a police detective in New York City. I've got the gold badge they gave him when he retired. Anyways. He came to live with us in California after my grandmother died. <laughs> Say that, he Scott. moved into the extra room. Taught me almost everything I know. Oh, we went places together, made things together, and laughed a whole lot together. I really love Papa. And you have to understand uh. before I tell you the rest. I'll begin on the last day of school before Christmas vacation. This is what the whole movie is, by the way. <laughs> It's a black box. Oh my god. <laughs> Monologue. This is one man show. One boy show. Why did you want us to watch this, Kevin? Because it's the same framing device as Pearly Gates. Where that is true, yes. <laughs> where Scott is dead okay, in heaven. But... This child is dead. He's in heaven. He's doing his little stand-up <laughs> routine routine for us. And clearly, some point in this movie, Mickey Rooney is in this movie. First of all, that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a shock. <laughs> that's gonna be fun, right? And uh, 
Mickey Rooney and Scott Grimes. All right. Sorry, it distracted me. Um, yeah, so uh, clearly his grandpa's going to die. His pop-pop's going to die, too, because he said he was the greatest that ever lived. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. It just sounds exciting and fun. And I just wanted you to hear Scott Grimes, how he talks as a little kid in this. He said, when I used okay. to live in New York City. Well, we can watch uh, it for next time. Yes. Okay. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to get people excited. Yeah, it's a little teaser. Um, okay. He lives in California, though. Did you guys so... know that Scott Grimes' niece Sorry. is an actress named Cameron Grimes, and in May she came out as bisexual on Twitter? Whoa. Okay, oh, that's, yeah. that's huge. Do, do your thing, girl. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes mm-hmm. the wrestler? Could be. That's the only Cameron Grimes I see. C-A-M-R-Y-N. I see another one with a board man gets paid on there. Oh, C-A-M. Oh, uh, there's the red hair I was expecting. Oh, mm-hmm. she's older mm-hmm. than me. Oh, imagine if Scott she's was my Scott was my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Whoa, cool. Tim, can you introduce introduce us to your uncle? <laughs> Her bio oh, is really great. cool. It's just I don't want to talk find, about it. I still can't find her. How do you spell Cameron? C A M R Y N. R Y O N. There's no O. Oh, that makes sense. Now the now the spelling makes sense. Okay, <laughs> Camrion. <laughs> She's a Gryffindor. Oh my god, I love her. <laughs> Gryffindor alum, Force user, Disney file, adventure addict, manatee lover, and sometimes actress as Mariah on The Young and the Restless. So we might have to edit this out because I don't know. For whatever this is going to be. But. What? No way. No. So. And then someone responded as a ma- Hey, but that's, that's like not enough. That's not enough to say she's Here's a here's something cool on she there's this tweet from December 12th and it goes like this. I took down the video I believe it was the right thing to do, as it was meant to bring a laugh and some levity, but hurt and angered some. The opposite of my intention. What was the video? So, there, so she did some video, and and uh, and uh, she's got like a hundred replies. Like people are too damn sensitive these days, or everybody's everybody's mad at something. So I really wish I got to see whatever this video was. Thank you. I understand your intentions. We were all sad when Cassie died. This is a very difficult time, and I believe people are more sensitive. I still love you. So it was something about someone named Cassie dying. Man. And she thought that was funny. (laughs) Here's the reply. You you played Cassie. And even if you didn't, you can still do whatever you want. It's still a free country thanks to the SCOTUS. And Merry Christmas to you. Stay safe. Thanks to the SCOTUS. (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> hey guys, can can you take oh, out the shit. thing I said earlier? 
<laughs> sure, yes, no problem. <laughs> you say that as you... Can you can you have it be <laughs> Can you have know. it be Tim saying we might have to take this out because it's really offensive but and then just bleep it out <laughs> and then beep the entire thing Yeah make sure you cut the part out where I repeated what he just said too <laughs> Holy shit Man what a cool poster read I delete you you cuz normally you see the video and then you know the apology <laughs> Uh, post comes later, but now we just get the apology post, and we can only backfill what what the video possibly could have said. No, nothing was said, wrong with that video. Says at second Chang. I think it said, what? "I played Cassie on TV, and she died because she didn't wear a mask." That's my guess. Oh, could be something like that. I think it said, "I played Cassie on TV, and she died because she's." So she's going to hell. <laughs> That's very possible. Yeah, it, she played Cassie Newman on The Young and the Restless, looks like. So she must have been talking about that. Uh, Barbara Kell at Barbie5775 said, wait a chicken out and give in to the oversensitive. So not everybody's happy with her capitulating to the... Uh, SJWs, as you you know. I guess it makes sense if she's ninety percent known for being in a soap opera that she has such uh, uh, Middle sure. America followers. <laughs> That's one way to put it: Middle America followers. <laughs> okay, let's rate this movie, and then let's uh, stop doing a podcast for tonight. Thank excellent you. idea. Excellent idea. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, what would you give um, hmm. uh, those she left behind? Is that what it was called? I will give it a six out of six pound newborn baby. <laughs> Perfect score. <laughs> wow, it sounds like you really liked it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Miranda, what would you give this movie? 10 acres of land or however many it was to make it a perfect <laughs> score. <laughs> wow. You liked it a lot too. Okay, Tim, what would you give Perfect this movie? Perfect movie. <laughs> uh, well, not liking this movie. Uh, so I'm going to give it zero out of one living mothers. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's yeah, that's, that's rough. Um, I'm going to give it 30 out of 30 minutes that I watched of it. Great job, movie, and great job, Scott Grimes. Um, yeah, Scott was great in this. Movie. Way to go, Scott. Sorry about your wife and all that shit. Uh, that must have been hard. <laughs> hey, but, you know, now you got uh, Jordan. If you guys are still married, I don't remember. But, it, you know, Kelly, everything's Adrian. better now. Kelly, yeah. Jordan, Kelly. Adrian, Adrian. That's hey, Adrian. I don't knows? know why I thought her name was Jordan. Should <laughs> uh, we... Should that be our cameo? We ask, is it awkward on set between you and Adrian? Oh, they're back together, aren't they? Oh, they're not. Tim, you don't understand that he can just not do the cameo. If he doesn't want to. I do don't it. understand <laughs> it. I don't understand it. He's locked. He's I'll locked into him. the contract. <laughs> I'll get there one day, though. Wait, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear what I found out about the Cameron Grimes? The Cameron Grimes video. Yes. Yes. Okay, breaking news alert, and then we're done. 
One of the replies said, I think longtime fans of the show were really emotional over the Cassie story, and teenage drinking isn't a laughing matter ever. Okay. Oh, wow. So, using my Sherlock Holmes brain, leave the video. I can see the video now. I'm, I'm imagining the video. Yes, yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yikes. <laughs> oh, I yeah, wish I could good, see it. Good thing she's deleted that one. <laughs> <laughs> any any insights to share with us, Kevin? Oh, it's just too dark to even talk about. It's dark. It's chaotic. Uh... Podcast.net. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.